Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working class on DeerCast. It's episode sixty-eight. Clint Casper's in the studio. What's up, man? What's up? My uh, mic's coming off. I see that. It's all right. We'll figure it out. All this use and abuse, man. I, I was gonna say it's probably from not using it. It just it probably doesn't get used. No, it never does. Never does. Um, hey, why didn't you kill anything this year? Oh, well, I mean, well, it was it was rabbit. There's a first F word. <laughs> it was rabbit in the hat. <laughs> um, yeah, tough year. Rough year, yeah. Um, lot yeah, of but you're Clint Casper, uh, right? You yeah. can't have tough years. I, I know, I know. So starting it off, I mean, the goal was get Easton a buck. Which yeah, your was, son. Yep, yeah, which six year old um, shot a great buck on our second night out early October. Um, I was out west all August, all September. Come back, missed the opener, but immediately uh, in Ohio. Yep, in Ohio, immediately wanted to get him in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we had practiced all summer, and like it was just. It, it was fun because I had hunted so hard. How old, how old is he? He's six. Yeah, he'll be seven. Six. He killed his first year at six. Yep. Yeah. And and a, and a, a, a stud. I mean, how, how big a buck was it roughly? Um, we never honestly put a tape on it, but it'll be in the one twenties. That's awesome. Nineteen inches wide. Got a little dropper on it. Yeah. Oh, he does. Huh? I guess I didn't notice the drop time. Yep. On. Off on the beam. Comes off about like I don't know. It's like inch and a half, two inches. So did he like comprehend what he did? Like did he like get what it was, or could you tell like ah he doesn't fully understand it yet? No. So at five he wanted to hunt, but um, he just wasn't quite there. Yeah, you know? yeah. He just wasn't quite ready yet. And I'm like, you know, let's just so we we killed a turkey in the spring, mm-hmm. shotgun, and he was stoked about that. You yeah, know, like really. And we we went out a couple times. Like we had to work for it, you know. And it, yeah, and it, and it was cool. Man, five and six is young. Yeah, yeah, and um. He shot a Jake. Uh, the Tom's coming in, and the Jake cuts us and the Tom off. And he's like, "Oh yeah, we're killing that one." I'm like, "Tom's coming." He's like, "This one's th- this." This one. I'm, I'm like, "Yep." I'm like, "You know what? 
F and A, let's do it. Like, you know, yeah. kill it. So yeah. we do that. Um, and he was stoked. And I'm like, you know what? You know, he told people, he's like, yeah, we hunted a couple days, like really hard. Like, he's like, my dad made me walk for so many miles, which was maybe a couple hundred yards. But to him, it was miles, you know. <laughs> but in his mind, though, he had to work really hard for that. And I'm like, yeah, you well, know that's what? cool, though. It was cool. I'm like, all right, he's ready. Like, yeah. So like the deer, you know, so we put food plots in. Um, we had a, uh, we had a. Uh, elevated stand already kind of ready, yeah. you know, and that's kind of like a, a box blind type yeah, thing set up yeah. for me. Yeah, that'd be the best for yeah. uh, like a five-year-old yeah. or a six-year-old. My plan was utilize that. Cause I'm like, okay, I can get away with some movement, mm -hmm. um, can set the tripod up, put the crossbow on that, you know, and yeah. he can, and then he can, you know, he can be in there really moving around and we're hidden, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it was crazy because the first night this four point comes out, you know, and he's just like, "Oh, that's the buck." He's like, "That's oh, a big, of course, he's yeah, like, that's yeah. a big one." And I'm like, "Absolutely, like, yeah, if you want to shoot it, shoot it." Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't. He he comes over, gets in the standing beans, and and just doesn't feed our way. But we saw like twenty four deer that night. Yeah, and but everything was down towards the pond. It was kind of hot, and they just never made it over to us. And I'm yeah. Like, All right. Well, I had a, a big time foundation clover plot right. Like we're, we're, we're hunting in that plot and mm -hmm. it butts up to standing beans, you know, and I'm yeah. just like, okay. And what, like when's Ohio season open? So that's the, it goes from the last Saturday in September and okay. our archery runs clear till the first Sunday in February. Never that's so, that's such a long season. Never goes out, but we're a one buck state. So yeah, you shoot yeah. one buck and it's over. Then you're you know? done. Yeah. You're done. Okay. Um, but so he was going to shoot that smaller buck mm -hmm. right? and he was going to be stoked about it. Mm -hmm. Well, the buck he ends up killing the next night we saw that night and he was like, He's like, oh crap. <laughs> you know, he comes out right at dark, you know, and he's just, yeah. like, and without even putting the loopholes up, like he's just like, oh wow. He's like, dad, look at that. I'm like, yeah, that's a good one. And he's like, <laughs> well, he's like, that's a lot bigger than our, that four point. I'm like, oh, I'm like, we could put the four point inside that. I'm yeah, like, yeah. And, you know, and so next night, you know, right at dark, that buck comes out again. And this time he's working our way, hitting scrapes. And I'm like, yeah, ooh. It's gonna happen. I'm like, ooh, he's going to get over here in, in the big time. And we already had a couple of does feeding in clover, you know, and <laughs> yeah, he comes up and it's 25 yards, you know. And I mean, like I've been pretty nervous myself yeah. on some animals, you know, and I've been fortunate to like make some great shots. And like, you know, in the moment, I'm like, man, I love this pressure, but I'm like, gosh, dang, this is nerve wracking. Yeah, for sure. I've never in all the sports my whole life I've played big football games, big moments in my archery career, hunting. I was so nerved. Like when he got down on the crossbow and I heard the safety click and I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Like here he's going to do it. Yeah. And I mean, put, puts a, just pinwheels. It puts a great so shot on So when it. he's getting ready to, to shoot, cause he's so young. Like I, I think about this when mm -hmm. my kids get about that age, man, you know, and I guess it's up to the parents to decide if they're ready. Cause that's, that's, push, oh, yeah. it's pushing oh, it. Yeah. It's dicey. Like, do you say, okay, click the safety off. Okay, get on him, all this. Or is he just kind of like, all right, dad, I'm going to shoot this thing. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you like step by step, unclick the safety. Okay, get settled. Are you behind the shoulder? Are you? We practiced it yeah. where I'm helping him walk through it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then like, maybe like towards the end of summer, we're getting closer to season. You know what we started kind of, I'm like, okay, now I'm like, I need you to, you know, I need you to basically like walk me through what you're doing. Yeah. Cause then like that, had him, like have him say it yeah. like, as he runs so, through a shot process. Right. So we're practicing. He's like, okay, dad, the bucks, you know, this bucks in front of us. 
Well, it was always, okay, dad, the giant's in front of us. Because mm. we always practice, it's going to be a giant. The yeah, giant's in front of us. Of course, right. Yeah, yeah. Which a giant could be this. Yeah, it don't this. matter. It doesn't matter. But Whatever he wants his giant okay, to be. Okay, dad, yeah. giant's in front of us. And then I'd be like, okay, it's 25 yards, so use your first dot. I'm going to use the first dot. I'm going to go off the shoulder. Okay, I'm going to take my safety off. Okay, I got the dot on there. I'm going to take a deep breath. And he'd walk me through it, and then he'd shoot. Mm-hmm. That's how we practiced. Mm, and that's so, good. That's smart. So then in the moment of truth, I, I said to him, I heard the safety come off. I said, okay, I said, you're... I said, now it's, we're, we're live here. I said, this is it. Yeah, yeah. And he looked back at me and he goes, I got it. And I'm like, <laughs> God, I can't like, imagine the characters. I'm like, he's like, I got it. And I'm like, so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, you know, and he, he's down and Looking. I hear him and I, I see him get all steadied up, you know, and I'm just like, oh, please. Like, oof. you know, I'm just thinking like, you know, I mean, it's 19 inches, 120 some inch. I'm like, it's a, he, yeah, it's a stud. Oh dude. yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has no clue, you know, I mean, he knows yeah. it's big, but until he actually puts his hands on it, he doesn't realize. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I told him, I said, I said, no, I said, don't, I said, we're not going to look at the, we're not going to look at the rack. Yeah. I smart. Said, I said, I want you to focus right behind that shoulder. And he had this little tuft of hair that was all kind of pushed up. Yeah. I'm like, you see that little spot behind his shoulder? I'm like, where it looks like something's like was stuck right there. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, you're going to aim right at that. And he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, that's perfect. He's like, that's right off the shoulder, a couple inches. He's like, not on the shoulder. I said, exactly. I said, we're <laughs> not on the shoulder. I said, right there. Yeah, yeah. So I almost said to him like, hey, are you on that? And I thought, eh, he told me he's, I thought I'm just going to, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to sit back and just let him. Yeah, mini Clint over here. I'm like, I'm just going to be like, all right, you know, and, and he's down, down. And I, I start seeing that finger move because, you know, we practice. I'm like, you just squeeze the trigger. You don't anticipate it. Like just pull through it. Yep, pull, pull, yep. pull. That thing goes off, dude, and I see it just smoke right through him and stick down in the freaking foundation clover, and I'm just like, I just lost my mind, like bawling and crying, like I just yeah. lost my mind. And Easton's just like, he's losing his mind, but he's like confused. He's like, "Are you sad? We shot the buck?" I'm like, "No, oh, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking so pumped." Like, I'm yeah. like, so then I'm like, "All right, quit." Like, like, my yeah. kids watching I'm like, me. I'm, I'm like, like, okay. I'm like, all right, you know, like, yeah. so we're like, you know, I'm like, knew he smoked him, you know, whatever, and I'm like. Well, it was cool because where the buck ran, I knew, okay, he's going to go to this thicket and, and die, you know, mm-hmm. but his mom, so Danielle was busy that night mm-hmm. and his brother had a football game and I had Keaton with me, but he's got, you know, an older brother and younger brother. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we didn't hear him crash. I'm sure he did. We didn't hear him, but I'm like, why don't we let him go overnight and wait till morning? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just, just, just to be on the safe side. For sure. Um, found the bolt, definitely smoked him. He was quartering away a little bit. So, I mean, the, the angle and everything, I mean, you know, probably went in like, like just the, just in front of the liver, smoked both lungs, but I'm like, yeah, just be on the safe side. I'm yeah, like, let's on a kid's first buck. And, well, if, and if you know where you went and yeah, conditions right. are right, yep, yeah. conditions are right. It's going to be cold that night. I'm like, we have nothing to, you know, we don't need to rush this. And it mm-hmm. worked out great. Honestly, like, I'm glad I didn't see him go down and hear him. Cause the next morning we had like my dad, two of my best, oh. two, two of my best friends from back home took off work. Mm-hmm. Um, his mom, all of his brothers, like she let him skip school. Yeah. Um, his, <laughs> his aunt, aunt and uncle. So like we had like a, I mean, it was like a party of like eight or nine of us. Yeah. But it was cool. Cause I mean, I remember like my first buck was a big deal. Like mm-hmm. I shot it in shotgun season and oh, all yeah. my dad's buddies were there, yeah. you know? And like, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Like, yeah. So we got to make it a really big deal. And like, you know, his mom is there and I'm, the, you know, everybody's there and it's like the, he wins the Super Bowl. you know, like we blood trail it. He walks right to it. 
and it, yeah, it was like, you know, for him, yeah. he won the Super Bowl. I yeah. mean, that's like. Well, on a good buck, too. Yeah. And, and, and even if it would have been like that four point. So what like, was his reaction when he walked up to it? I mean, on this podcast, I can't say exactly what came out of his mouth. And he, I did, he, I, he, he was got pretty excited. I mean, yeah, but uh, he was pretty, <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was pretty stoked. You know? That's awesome. Because I was thinking like, you know, what age will I have a kid? Because we've, we've had yeah. that debate, not really a debate. Uh, productive conversation because yeah. all of us except for Doug have kids. Yeah, well, he's got kids. We just don't know where they're and out with there. Who and we'll figure. We'll find them. We will. We we'll will find yep. them. Uh, t- what is that? That twenty three and me. Yeah, they'll come out well, through there somewhere. At one of the trade shows, we'll hear Dad and Dad. He'll have a little mustache. Yeah. it's like ooh, that's tough. Oh, hey Doug, they're here to see you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you got something going on over oh, here. Hey, this is but, this is your uh, fan. We talk about like, you know, pushing. That like what's too young because mm-hmm. you know you see a lot of like you know you know it, it's crossbow fire up of course being six and five yeah. and yep. but it's like what's too young mm-hmm. where are they at? I think it's all like your discretion yeah. to decide what his like mindset yep. and mental yep. uh, I guess I don't know what wh- how he can like process it yeah. because I think you know a kid like my daughter Isla May I don't think is going to be ready at six years old mm-hmm. I think she's she's too much of an angel yeah like I think she might be. She's like Sam. She might be traumatized by the the weight of the kill. Yeah. Yep. Whereas I think Clyde could be ready by then. Yeah. I don't know. Right. You know, we'll find out, see yeah. where he's at. Yeah. Um, I imagine he'll be more ready for it being a boy mm-hmm. because he's already has more of like yep. aggressive male mindset at a year and a half versus what my daughter does at three yep. and a half, you yep. know? So it'll be interesting to like gauge that out when I get to that point. Well, and the thing is too, is I think all of us when, you know, when we have kids, you, you like, we want to get them involved so fast. And For it's sure. like, I think I see a lot of people, um, rushing kids into stuff like, yeah, you know, like for example, um, you know, and I don't talk about it a ton cause I don't have time to like on a lot of these podcasts, get into like, sports and stuff, but I'm a huge football guy played mm. it my whole life. Huge football family, like yeah. giant college. That's football I can fan. never connect with you. No. On. Right. It, it, and like, I'm a huge, 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 huge football guy. I want both my boys to play it so bad. Yeah. Um, neither one of them have any interest in it right now. Yeah. And that's okay. So young though, and, 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 but like, that's okay. Like yeah. they're into soccer and they're into baseball, two sports that if I'm being honest, I would rather you dig out my eyeballs with a paper clip than watch. Yeah. But yeah. watching them is fun. Me though, flip on a baseball game. I, you could nail my hand to a board. I'd have more fun. I have no interest in that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to push them to football with hunting. They've been on my back in little backpacks, shed hunting and, and running traps. They're, they're just in the culture of they're it. in the culture of it. Like they have fallen asleep in combines a million times. They've mowed hay with me. I mean, the, uh, farming and hunting, it's just what they know. They've yeah. been around it. Yeah. And then if they want to continue to do that, that's great. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's, if they don't, that's good. You know, that's great too. That's like, okay, like yeah. My brother is, he hunts one day a year. That blows my mind. He goes out the first day, shotgun season with us, because we all hunt as a big family. Yeah. And he'll shoot a deer or two and puts them in the freezer. Doesn't it, matter what size. Done. Doesn't matter what size. And um, So is your dad real into it? Like, is your dad a hunter like you hunt? No one in my family ever bow hunted but me. You're the only one. Only one. That's so and weird. I only got into bow hunting because it provided me more season because shotgun one week was not enough time. So you just had, like took the traction to it from the sh- You're like, I Friends, like this so much, I want to bow hunt Yep, more. yep. So my my dad's longtime best friend, um, who's my taxidermist back home, Joe Evans, he mm-hmm. was a big archery guy, mm-hmm. traditional. 
he got me into it, got me started when I was like 11 or 12. Mm. Bought a little Kodiak bear. It was like 42 pounds at, yeah, 28, yeah. at 26 inches, just enough for me because like, you got to have 40 pounds. Yeah. So I started with traditional, shot a recurve for four years and then longbow. And then I went into compound. But it was... I only did it because I wanted to hunt more. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm so addicted to well, deer that's, hunting. That's what I did. I asked for a bow because yeah. I wanted to hunt more instead of waiting. Exactly. You know. Right. But, but no, I was like, watching Drury and Monster Bucks and oh, yeah. the Realtree and Primos yeah. and Mossy Oak video. Yeah. Like, Primetime Bucks, Hunter Special. Yeah, I'm like and, watching yeah. that. I'm like, oh, man, I want to do that. And I'm like, I had to wait for the two weekends right. for shot, firearm. Yep. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know what there was or could have been. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even know about youth season until I was like 20. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I could have been hunting another weekend. I don't yep. know if my dad even knew about it at the time to like put yep. and I, maybe it wasn't around. I'm sure it's always been around right. in Illinois, but well, and like with my dad being a dairy farmer his whole life, there, you know, bow hunting wasn't even an option. Now I grew up coon hunting. My right. dad was a giant coon hunter, so I grew oh, up. Really? I grew up running dogs, walkers, yeah. blue ticks. Dad was big into trapping. Loved deer season. Loved deer hunting. But when you're a dairy farmer, you're busy time spring and fall. Yeah. So yeah. I got into turkey hunting on my own. Got into bow hunting. On my own. Got into mm. bass fishing. You know, I, I used to be into bass fishing. Like, I'm into bow hunting. Like, yeah, yeah. you know. And so, how old were you when you started bow hunting? What, what? Uh, 12. 12. Damn, mm-hmm. so you did it young. Um, mm-hmm. So, did that guy go with you? Or did you just kind of go out and wing it? So, Joe's one of those guys where he wants to teach you and then let you fall down 20 times and so, kind of learn. Yeah, but it, that was good for me. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it was good for me because, you know, like, he'd show me how to set a stand up or how to do something. And then he'd be like, okay, I'm taking it down. And then I'm going to walk away and you're going to do it. And and now you're on your own. So like it made me very proficient on my own, which, which now with all the hunts I do by myself, like it's probably why you like to hunt by yourself. Yeah, it it is. I mean, I love hunting with buddies, you know, but it's fun for me. I have hunted a lot by myself because my dad doesn't get to hunt a lot. My brother hunts one day a year. So Mm -hmm. I've pretty much, this has been something I've done my whole life. Basically just me. Now with the boys growing up, it's fun because I'm getting to like teach, you know, and, and now that, yeah. you know, my dad slowed down a lot. We don't milk cows anymore. Um, so is he, he getting into it? Well, he crossbow hunts some and like yeah. he wants to go with the boys and like, you know, we get out and do more turkey hunting. And, right, and, and right. so it's it's kind of come so what, full circle. How old were you when you killed your first buck with a gun and a bow? Um, so I was 15. So I would have been 14 first buck with a gun and then 16 with a bow yeah we're like our timeline's pretty mm-hmm. similar yep because mine was well they're right here that buck in the studio i was 14 mm-hmm. with the muzzle loader and then i was 15 this buck in the middle yep. with a bow so we're like right in the yeah, same pretty close ballpark yeah yep um that's cool i'm just curious about i'm sure we talked about that mm-hmm. in the past you know yeah. but we've been podcasting for years now by the yeah. way we've been podcasting uh all of us were chatting all the, the wcb crew We've been podcasting for eight years. That's wild. So wild. the WCB social page has been around since like mid late 2014. That's crazy. So and you've been around since episode. What do you remember your first episode number? We should look that up. But it, I want to say it was like. Let me see if I could even find it. I don't think we were at a hundred yet. I don't know. Let me look. Well, I, um, I mean, it's going to take me a minute here, but it would have been. We did, so I killed that mount. I shot a mountain lion in New Mexico with my bow. Is that the first episode we did? I think that was the very first one. Um, gosh, and that's going way. I mean, that would have been in 2015, 2014. It's pretty cool to like look back and think about it. But it, it's what I like is looking back on like 
you know, not only the podcast, but just like yeah. hunting in general. Oh, like yeah. you're hunting memories mm-hmm. in general, like especially like with your kid. Yeah, you know him shooting. It's like yeah. you're going to remember more of the specific details. And I, oh yeah, and I'm sure you have video and oh, yeah. photos and all that stuff. When he's 25, yep. 30, mm-hmm. those are going to be the coolest photos. I, I can tell you what snacks we packed. Yeah, for that and you'll night. remember that. And, and what you know, what was eaten and what wasn't. Like out of the out of our snacks, like oh yeah, it's crazy because so my youngest Keaton, he's just turned four, this uh, in January. Yeah, he's probably ready right now. I mean, oh, you think so? Now I'm not gonna let him do it yet, but at five, oh yeah, he is. He, he's gonna be. He's gonna be the savage. Um, oh, yeah. He's just. He's got. He's watched Easton do it, and he's got to kind of see it. The kid's obsessed with blood trailing. He's uh-huh. just obsessed with antlers. Like you know, like like Easton's got a lot of things he likes to do. Yeah. My youngest is very specific. Like he's sorry, I'm looking for your first no, episode good. here. He's, he's very specific. Like it's like he's very. He's got two or three things he really likes, and he's going to be like obsessed with them. He's going to be a lot like me, dude. It was past episode 100, was it? Unless I skipped it. Dang, that's wild. Let me see. No, that can't be right. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm wrong. 116. No, because that's extra as the cover art. You were on before extra. Yeah, I had I had a cover art with the mountain lion because I sh- I remember you reached out to me and we're like, dude, that's bad. Is that how we got to? Yeah. Yep. And you're like, man, I've always kind of thought that'd be cool. Like, let's do an episode. I'm almost positive. Not unless we did that after extra, but that wouldn't make any sense because that'd have been like a year and a half later. Yeah, I don't think so. Because I think I remember, I do remember the details of podcasting about. Because the mountain lion hunt extra. was. The mountain lion hunt was. was um, oh, no, right here. 51. 51. That's wild. 51. 51. Uh, January 21st, 2016. This launch wow. is 54 minutes. This episode of the show, Avid. Bow hunter and freelance writer Clint Castor joins the fellows on the show. That's Clint great. is a highly experienced bow hunter from Midwest Monster Whitetails to hunting mountain lions out west. He shares with us some of his experience in the world of freelance writing and, of course, his awesome hunting adventures. Tune in to learn about Clint, his experiences, and how he fits right in with the guys on the show. Look at that. 51. Episode, episode 50. 51. That's crazy. That is crazy. I'm glad I looked that up. I am, but, too. But anyway, it's just kind of cool. Like, yeah. That stuff. But like, good hunting buddies. You know, I don't really remember... Mm-hmm. I don't remember this. I, I, this is a good thing, mm-hmm. I think, or it's a bad thing. I don't really remember meeting you, right? For the first time, right. I just like, oh yeah, he's my buddy. Yeah, like, and I was yeah. like, how did we like? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. It's one of them things. And, and but, we went through literally through Instagram. I remember like you guys messaged was. me and was like, I wonder hey, if it, dude. we could scroll back and find like the first messages. It take a long time, probably, because that was almost eight years ago. Yeah, almost. Yeah. So it would have been eight years ago, actually. Yep. So anyway, it's kind of cool, man. That's cool though. Like your boy going back to your boy, your boy getting a buck. But it's yep. so you did get a buck technically this year. Oh yeah, and that was my main concern. I mean, yep. if I'm being honest, this is the first year in 13, 14 years I have not had a specific buck. Like I like to chase a specific buck. This yeah. year, I just didn't honestly have one that I was like, "Yep, he fits everything I need." Um, I had three this year, one early and two late that I thought, oh, yeah, those are five-and-a-half-year-old bucks. Those fit the bill. They've got what I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them ended up, I'm like, oof, he might be three or four. He's not five. So that's out. Yeah. And then for me, the last week of season, I was hunting a buck, <laughs> and me and Austin every day are going back and forth on it. You know, And Austin's like, dude, I think – I think he's going to be old enough. I'm like, yeah, me too. He's like, and I think he's got what you need. I'm like, yeah. And, you know, I was sending him some maps. We're talking about wind direction. And 
I texted him one night. I said, I think tonight's night. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to push him a little deeper, about a hundred yards, try to catch him coming up to this. Um, mm -hmm. I had a full, or I had a, what I have, I had big time last stand mm -hmm. and he was coming to that. And then we had cut a cut cornfield about 200 yards up from that. So he was staging there till dark and then moving over to this cut cornfield. Mm, yep. I'm like, okay, I need to catch him from bed to getting to that plot. Mm -hmm. My problem was there was like 30 deer a night and I'm, I'm like, yeah, one, all grouped it, together. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. so hard. I remember texting Austin. I'm like, dude, I just watched him stand up. I'm like, he's coming. And, mm -hmm. Austin, and Austin's like, Oh baby, here we go. <laughs> you know? And mind you, this is February 1st. My season's over the sixth yeah, or the fifth. The pushing fifth. It. So, I mean, we're down to the wire. Yeah, you're to the point like you shoot a buck his antlers are shed by the time mm -hmm. you recover him. He stands up. Shout to Joe Humphries. That happened to him this yeah, year. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. He sent when he sent me the picture. I was like, "What?" Yeah. But, uh, stands up, starts coming my way, and with the naked eye, I'm like, "I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's gonna do it." Wasn't big enough. Pull my binos up, and I'm like, "I'm like, I, I think he's a four and a half, five and a half, like what we were thinking. Mm -hmm. Not, he's a buck I've never seen in person." Not as heavy as I thought. He he just he. I had to think about it, and I'm like, mm. and and in my mind, and I've been here before. I've talked myself into. There's two bucks on my wall. I've talked myself into. Yeah, and both of them. I was younger. Um, they were a specific buck I was hunting, but they just weren't what I thought they were going to be. And and I still shot them because I'm like, you know what? Even though they're not as big as what I thought, they're still good. You know, it's still a good buck. Yeah. But it did take something away from that. I know what you're saying. For me, a little bit. Yeah. This buck was already in my mind a little borderline, and now I'm like, no. Never took the bow off the hanger. He walks by at 25 yards, heads right up to the big time. Austin's yeah. Austin's texting. Austin's like, well, well, well. And I'm like, he just walked by at 25, and he's like, and? And I'm like. Yeah, that makes me want to shake you. And I'm just like, he's just, he's just not there, man. I'm like, next <sighs> year, he's going to be a stud. And he goes. Yeah. Kudos I, to you, man. I respect that, man. Because you and I talked too, and you were like, ah, dude, you know, there's bucks. There's is a couple mature bucks I could kill mm -hmm. that were, you know, good bucks. I'm like, man, that's all you can ask for. Yep. But, you know, you have a standard in your head that you like to stick to, and yep. everybody has their own standard or mm -hmm. their own goals. And you spend so much time out west. Like, you, you're like one of the few guys I know. Well, I'm starting to meet more guys that will leave whitetails at home oh, to go yeah. hunt western stuff. Mm -hmm. I respect that and get it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because I, I will, you know, like, yeah. if you have a tag, you know, you, you got to try yeah. to utilize that tag because whitetails are always at home for yeah. you. You've well, hunted, grew up on whitetails. But when the iron's hot on a species, you know, you got to go. Yeah. Like if, if Devin calls me if, right when my season's going to open in, in Ohio and goes, dude, bulls are on fire again. You got to come back. Like, yeah. I, you know, the crap is hitting the fan. Sorry, whitetails. I'll be back. But, yeah, I'm I'm out. I yeah, mean, it, see, it just and see like and for me that's not even hard, not even a question. Yeah, yeah. For me, for me, mm -hmm. I'm like, but I've also transitioned like it. Spot and stock and glassing is, is honestly that's my favorite way to bow hunt. Mm -hmm. So that in itself, yeah, and I get it. It's so much fun for me, you know. Yeah, for, for me. But before Western hunting was a thing in my life, I didn't even know anything else existed to bow hunt besides whitetail. For sure, didn't even know there was another world out there. Well, and I think. If people follow you, if people follow the Clint Casper timeline in the coming in the future, I think you are go because you're so dedicated to Western game. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see you kill less and less whitetails. I think you're 
I think this is going to be not saying that you're not going to kill Whitetail again because no. you will if you find the one that trips oh, the trigger. Yeah. Like you'll yeah. hone in, That's figure him thing. out, and yep. kill him. But I think we'll see your kids shooting a lot of deer early. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then we'll see you leave to go out west, kill yep. filling tags or not. Yep. I think you get off on the um, running them down mm-hmm. like crazy, like running oh, yeah. elk down, running mule deer down, yep. like yep. the chase Spot of it. And stock and glass and where I there's like some that. guys that'll be like, you know, I I, I kind of talked to Devin and Martin and some of the guys like you're gonna start to see a lot of our crew probably fill less tags. Mm-hmm moving yep. forward because now we're hunting bigger stuff absolutely so mm-hmm. from on paper does it look like we're becoming less effective maybe yep but i think like clint caster was not killing anything that's four and a half that's not like you, you're shooting no-brainer whitetails yep like you're shooting 165 or plus is probably what is that your standard 160s are better honestly it's not for me like it like it or is it be, just the individual, the yeah, look of it, like that trips your trigger? It, it for me, if I have to second guess, bow stays on. So the it could be a one fifty eight with kickers off as twos. You just see it and you're like, oh yeah. Put it to you this way, so my neighbor hit a buck, and last year, you know, I shoot a one sixty plus eight point. Eight pointer, yeah. There was an eight that was five and a half year old living on my farm. Neighbor shoots him in the shoulder. He loses his right side two weeks after. What time of year? Uh, he shot him right around Thanksgiving. Oh, and he shed that early. He beat because he was injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. That buck, I'd have shot all day. 145 inch, 150 inch, eight, but just 280, 300 on the just hook. Tanker, huh? Five and a half, gigantic bull head. He comes in, oh, even though the buck last year is 15 inches bigger, it doesn't matter. He's just a Brahma bull. Yeah, yeah. I'm killing. So for me, it's individual buck. You know, like there's still, not there's not a way to just be like yeah. Clint Casper has be a to shoot a deer if a here's right. the three bullet points if it doesn't meet nope. this criteria it's just situational it's situ- yep and for me if a deer's younger and I know what can happen I'm like mm. you know like I led extra walk as a four year old mm-hmm. in, in the 170s and had never killed a 170 why it was on my home farm I was hunting another buck yeah. that ended up killing late that was a, a 170 buck that was older. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm rolling the dice here. My buddies are like, God, I hope that karma continues with me here my, because. My buddies are like, you're, you're, you're nuts. They're like, you've never killed anything over 160. Why would you let him walk? And I'm yeah. like, because if I want to kill a 200, this buck potentially. Could be the one. Now he ended up being 190, so he didn't hit 200, but he's yeah. damn close. Yeah. He's on my home farm. I got to roll the dice. Yeah, right. And I hunt this other buck that's older. He's right around 170. He was my first booner. I mm-hmm. killed him late. Next year, opening day of season, I kill extra. Now, I'm not saying that's how it's going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that was a, I got very lucky and blessed on that. Luck's a big part of it, dude. But that deer from four to five jumped almost 23 inches. Mm. From five to six could have jumped enough. I mean, so like yeah. it's. And that's what could happen with this buck yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. And, and, you know, like the, the buck I let walk October 8th this year, he's five and a half. He made probably a 20-inch jump. He's a mid-150, maybe pushing 160. But when he come out, I'm just like, I hear you. do I want to kill him now? Because next year, if that deer makes it, which he did, yeah. he's 175 plus. So he's through the season. Are you, um, yep. you going to try and pick up his sheds? I've already been in there twice. I haven't found him yet. Is I, he shed? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping, like what you just said, so... I was on a buck this season. Mm. I, I might have talked about it on WCB. But I'm always oh, like yeah. pretty vague. Mm. I was on a buck this season, and I he was a big. He would have been if I would have killed him this year. He'd be my biggest buck by, oh, yeah. I think by maybe just under ten inches. Yep. 
Um, I ended up killing, I think, a year older buck, mm-hmm. that eight pointer I killed on my own mm-hmm. farm. And that's really yep. he out the the meaning the meaning behind the buck yeah. I did shoot meant more Absolutely. than killing the bigger buck. Yep. Now I'm kind of like, okay, this is great mm-hmm. because that buck made it. He could get shot by another hunter. It's kind of close quarters, could. but I haven't heard about him getting shot. Yep. I want to pick up his sheds. We'll see. Um, I don't have like I have I think I have a good shed property, but I'm just a piss poor shed hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he was like low low 170s. Yeah. And I'm hoping he's like an extra. Yep. Next yeah. year, you know. And the thing is, is I mean, extra is a buck Clinton killed a few years ago. That's what we're t- talking about when we say that. If you if you want to roll the dice. Roll the dice on a farm that you got or, mm-hmm. or a farm that you got locked in. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like sometimes it's situational. Like if I'm hunting a farm that I know this is my last year hunting it, or there's 12 other guys that hunt this piece too. Cause I have a lot of just written permission pieces where I got to It may as well be public. I've got yeah. some pieces that honestly get pressured harder than my public does around me. Yeah. I believe that. Um, I don't think that's, I it, mean, some people might call BS on that, but it's like, well, if it's a 50, 60 acre piece, then you got 10 dudes that have permission to hunt it, especially coming close to firearm season. I've got a, I got, like, a, I got a piece that, um, the pressure's honed in to that oh, yeah. spot. Well, you know? I got one farm, it's 110 acres. And, um, so around it, it's all privately owned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have the food there. So we lease it to farm and then we have the hunting rights. Okay. Mm-hmm. This year. Right before the rut, I took a walk around the whole perimeter. I wanted to just see what's, what did sign look like from the outside coming in. Mm-hmm. I was trying to pinpoint, okay, am I missing? Right. I was having trouble getting on on this one buck that was living there. I wanted to see him in person. He was one of these borderline bucks, but I'm like, man, I want to figure out, you know, a walk around 110 acres. How many tree stands? 110 acres. How many tree stands? Okay. <laughs> First question. And then how many bait piles do you think was around that hundred? This is what it cracks me up. Everybody, oh, Ohio, it's a bait state. Just put bait out, kill a big buck. Uh-huh. If it was that easy, I'd, I, I would just wait till January and kill a giant every year. How but, many? So my guess, how many tree stands you count? How many tree stands? I'm going to go high because you're leading that it was a high number. Um, 12. Wow, you're good. 12 tree stands. How many corn piles? Corn piles and cameras. Uh, 24. 24 corn piles, two per stand. 17. <laughs> Damn. Now, find me a piece of public around. Can you bait on public in Ohio? No. No. Well, yeah. I mean, so then people are going to probably lean towards like smaller piece because oh. they think they can bait it's in the bag. And my truck sits here a lot. Well, it's not some secret. If my truck is at a farm, there's probably a reason why. Yeah. So I've gotten real good at getting dropped off and trying to hide that. And I know that that's... You need like a, a hidden... You need like a minivan, kind of like a white tail adrenaline style. I know. A minivan with coexist bumper stickers yeah. on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coexist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, peace signs and stuff. Oh, like. yeah. So that was around the edge. Now, mind you, I will say none of these stands were on my property, but they were all facing it. And none of the big oh. piles and cameras were on my property. But they're catching deer coming and going from from me. Yeah, okay. yeah. Do, does all that bait that probably pushes them a lot of them deer to be a nocturnal? Mo- so or, or uh, nocturnal, but feed they feed, they're hitting the bait at night. Uh, hit the bait at night. But the biggest thing I see in in I mean I've hunted Kansas and Illinois and and you know Kentucky, Missouri. The I've never hunted deer that walk around looking up like I do in my home state. Mm. But the bait pile deal creates that. Because most guys, of... well, they don't hunt the bait 
correctly. They just sit over it, okay? Uh, they, it, they think it's like the cure-all. It's the cure-all. They don't play the wind, and they think if if I've got all these apples and bait and whatever, it'll just pollute everything with scent. My scent will get oh. lost in transition. So then what happens is every, every doe blows a thousand times a year at guys in bait piles and then teaches her fawns. So now you've got this whole deer herd. You got to approach last... your bait pile like it's food plot. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's no di- it's Absolutely. It's the same thing. Absolutely. And if you you can kill big bucks coming to them. You know, it's, it's kind of like baited bears come in and they yeah. like. Well, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. And so what it's done is. Don't it's, kill me today, please. It's taught our deer to walk around. When they get close to food plots, they get close to an open cut cornfield. They get close to a bait pile. They're scared. They are look. They know death from above is somewhere. <laughs> yeah. and, and like it sounds nuts, but like, I yeah. mean, it's you know, like like this year, Sammy came out and hunted in Ohio with me, and that's one of the first things she noticed. Yeah, she's like, "Your deer look up a lot." I said, "Oh, <laughs> they walk around like that." Christian Bird comes out from Pennsylvania and hunts with me all the time. I mean, he hunts. He's killed giants, Iowa, Kansas. He's like, nowhere do I see the deer look up. Like here, he goes, and that's that is directly correlated to the bait, and and I said, oh, absolutely, that'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm for if it's legal, I'm for it, right? To oh, a, to a point, but yeah. and I'm not against it, but like that's one thing that I've seen in my own pieces of property. It kind of hinders like all the negative effect. Like yeah, if yeah. you hunt in Ohio and you don't have cover, like some of my stands are at eight feet. Why backdropping covers there? Mm. If I want to go up to twenty five. I will have a doe skyline, skyline me because you. they are look like they are looking for it. Mm, that makes sense. So like it makes it harder for a guy. So yeah, you know I, mean? I think like supplemental feed is like uh, I'd rather have supplemental feed in the yeah. off season and mm-hmm. then no baiting, but you still do your food plots and yeah. stuff. But like, yep. See, like in Pennsylvania, you can do that. Yeah, and so, uh, and Iowa, you can. And I, yep. Indiana, mm-hmm. you can. Mm-hmm. Now, like Kentucky's a bait state. In like, Kentucky, what's weird? Okay. Iowa, you get supplemental feed, no baiting during season. You right. Illinois, you get nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. I think I don't know about Wisconsin. I think it's county specific, but I might be wrong. I'm not sure. I've never hunted Wisconsin. I'm not sure about that. I think Indiana is similar to Iowa. Ohio, full blown bait. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, right below, touches Illinois and part at bait yep. state. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Tennessee. I don't know about Tennessee, but that's getting kind of out of the Midwest realm mm-hmm. there a little bit. I like but. Kentucky. I've only ever um, hunted public down there. Never mm-hmm. hunted private, mm-hmm. and you can't bait. There anyway, um, but a couple pieces I've hunted um, down around the Grayson Lake area, it butts up to some private, and I did notice that the private over there they did have bait stations, they had food plots. I did see a correlation with deer close to those property lines doing the look up thing. Whereas when I hunted mm. on the other side of the unit, you can't bait in, in Tennessee. Okay, you can't. Okay, got you. That's what Google says. Cool. But yeah, I mean, like, so like I noticed that in Kentucky, when I got close to private, I would see deer look up a lot. Mm. Whereas when I was on the other side of the unit where it's thousands of acres of public, there is no private. So there's no, there was no bait pile, no food plot, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Unless the division of wildlife put in a clover food plot in the woods, you know, or like they'd put some stuff in. Yeah. You never had deer walking around, but, but that correlation wasn't made though. Mm. You know what I, I mean? Don't, yeah. That's, that wouldn't be any fun. Well, it, make, it makes it tough. I can see the benefit for certain situations, but mm. I don't know, man. Interesting stuff. Makes um, it tough. Not to cut this conversation short, but it, it's cool to hear the story about 
you bring in the next generation of, of caspers mm-hmm. in and oh, yeah. shooting deer already and they're already like have flavors of clint and which is oh, hilarious. Yeah, they're, they're, they're excited man keaton but, he's he's dying to to get in there yeah of but course he's four, oh, i bet of he's, course. He's, he's he's four you know yeah. blood trailing's his thing though See, anytime someone kills awesome. a deer he's like he's mad like he oh, really? is mad if he knows like yeah. i like i shot that big doe this year and it was Oh gosh, uh, fourteen that night. Mm-hmm. And before I left, Keaton, my little guy, was like, "Dad, he's like, I want a blood trail tonight." He's like, "I want a blood trail." <laughs> he's like, "In the snow," and I'm like, "I kind of want to kill something tonight." Yeah. And he's like, "Do it." He's like, "Call Mama," because they were with my mom. He goes, "They call her Mama." He goes, "Call Mama when you kill one, and we'll get ready." <laughs> That's awesome. So at like five o'clock, here comes this big old nanny, and I'm like, "Hmm." I'm like, you know what? Keaton and Easton want a blood trail. Mm-hmm. She got out there and kind of did the old, like, looking around, looking up thing. I'm like, not today. Yeah, you're going to get it. Thunk. And I watched her <laughs> run, like, 60 yards and flop over. See, that's perfect. And I'm like this. So I call, and it's like, you know, 5.15. And, like, my mom knows if I'm calling at 5.15. I just, you know, I mean, she, yeah. she knows something died. For sure. She puts the boys on speaker, you know, and right away, you know, I can hear Keaton. He's like, he's in the background. I can hear him. He's like... I'm getting ready, Dad. He's like, I know what this means. And, you know, and he's like, did you shoot one? Did you shoot one? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, shot a big doe, you know? And they're like, all right. You know, and so they click the phone off. Five minutes later, Mom's like, hey, we'll meet you in town. Like, come, yeah. you know, come get them. It's 13 degrees out that night. I mean, it is cold. They got hand warmers. And, I mean, they were stoked, man. Looks like couldn't, the kid from Christmas Story. Oh, they couldn't wait. Couldn't That's wait. That's awesome, dude. See, I'm a, I think my kids are that age. Like, oh, yeah. Probably this next year. Isla May will be for sure. It's mm-hmm. like, I need to... That's what's nice about like waiting that for that buck to go overnight. Like you're not in a hurry. No. And nope. like that's we had all morning and, and yeah. it, we, we got to make it like a, a big deal. And like even that night with that doe, my one of my best friends, Ryan, come over and he was hunting the next farm over. And, you know, he got to take video and pictures of us and we all got a picture together. You know, and, and it's just it's just cool to like make it about, you know, but I think the biggest key is is like I've not forced them to do anything. Like I've just let them do their thing. You yeah. Know? Like it's yeah. funny this year, uh for uh Sorry, my phone's like exploding. There's a big blizzard going on right now. And it's like, yeah, it's outside's on. getting wild. But yeah. I'll tell this little story and we'll cut it short. But like, so Keaton, he's four, he's in preschool. He's in, or he's like in pre K, yeah. you know, and for Thanksgiving, they like draw. So they color a turkey. Yeah. And then on the turkey fan, oh, gosh. there's three little lines and yeah. you put what you're thankful for. Uh-huh. And they can't write. So the teacher writes it down, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I pick up him on his last day, you know, and the teacher's like, hey, she's like, we did these turkeys. She's like, um, I want to hand deliver Keaton's turkey to you. And I'm like, okay. You know, yeah, she's yeah. like, uh, you're going to, you're going to really like what he's thankful for. And I'm like, oh God. Like in my mind, I'm like, it's going bad or something. I'm like, so most other kids, there are three things. My, my, my mom, my dad, a, a dog, a cat, a toy, yeah. Keaton's big bucks combines and being a hillbilly <laughs> a hillbilly being a hill, big bucks combines and being a hillbilly that's what he was thankful for it's like well <laughs> me and danielle pre- looked at that and we're like neither one of us got mentioned and she's like but at least those three things are cool hey. and i'm like you know what i'll take it yeah yeah that's he was proud as a peacock about that dude it's a it's a dying breed of child right there it is. man oh, it is it is yeah he was he was oh. proud of that man you're keeping that culture strong and i gotta do the same thing with my kids so you'll do it i got no f- we got, all will yeah we, i got faith we all live in the right areas we all live in farm communities yep. so it shouldn't be as hard um like you know i think the, the news portrays oh yeah it going the other direction but i think we'll be just fine what'll be scary is sometime when our kids say 
hey, yeah, we're going to go out with so-and-so, and it ends up being Isla May and Easton, or it's, it's Keaton and Clyde. Can you imagine that? Oh, my gosh. They jump up in, they jump up in someone's pickup truck and take oh, off. Dude. Hey, Dad, see ya. Ross's boys, oh, Eric's boy, gosh. Austin's boy. It's like we're going to have some problems, and then but, Doug, but maybe not. And Doug, like I said, we don't really – he's got boys and girls. We just we yeah, haven't that, met him yet. That's a uh, – Shout out to you kids. What we'll they, see you soon. What do they call it? TBA to be announced? Yeah. Or we'll see. We'll yeah. figure that out. Dad. Shout out to Doug. <laughs> Awesome, dude. Well, I appreciate you coming into the studio. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Doing a DeerCast episode. We haven't sure. had a one-on-one it's been a BS minute. session. Um, well, maybe on CC Hump Files here in a couple of days, we'll get one out too. So That's a little sneak peek there. Behind the scenes stuff Behind uh, the scenes. is what that episode is. So, All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, watching, listening, supporting us on DeerCast. So remember, if you're not on DeerCast, DeerCast.com, we have a code WC10. Save yourself some money on a um, unlimited... Um, Oh, geez, I'm drawing a blank. Why do I do that? I try to go with Elite Plus and Unlimited memberships. Uh, WC10, save yourself some coin and support the platform. Made by hunters for hunters. That's what it's about. You know what to do? Go shoot a giant. See you next week. Peace.